I am Lucas Mack, and welcome to another episode of The Golden Rule Revolution. Now, I have a book coming out, my second book, called The Golden Rule Revolution, How to Heal Hate and Transform Society. Today, what I want to get into is this concept of hate and the opposite of it, love. Everywhere I turn in social media and specifically politics on social media, it seems to be vitriolic. Now, there are a majority of social issues that people feel passionately about, as quite frankly, we all should. However, the way the message is being shared is divisive. It's not posing a question of unification. It's simply dividing. For instance, let's take the most polarizing name right now in our country, Donald Trump. Donald Trump, at one time, I was watching a movie with my kids, the the remake of Little Rascals that came out in the 90s, and Donald Trump's in that. It's strange how the media has given us these figures over the years who we enjoy at one moment and then completely despise the next. And why I bring that up is not pro or anti Donald Trump. I use him as an example of how easy are we swayed with narrative? How easy is it For you, and this is a question I'm asking, how easy is it for you to have your view changed simply by hearing a message? I often talk about when I give talks, I talk about Germany and how Germany became Nazi Germany. If you think about Germany in a historical context, Germany gave the Western world, the freedom of the press with the Gutenberg press. It gave us the freedom of religion with the Reformation. It gave us Austrian economics. Germany gave us German engineering. Germany gave us Bach, Beethoven. Germany at one time was heralded as the bastion of liberalism in the West. How did that country turn into Nazi Germany? Well, It's a long answer, and there are many books that are worth reading about it. Specifically, one I've read lately is called Hitler's Monsters, a Yale Press book. But one thing I know from reading and researching is that narrative influences society. I wrote in my first book, He Who Controls the Narrative Controls the Culture. And what I mean by that is, Language defines culture. How you speak the English language, I can tell which side of the road you drive in, what the climate is like in the area that you are from, um, what the food's like, the pace. You can tell a lot by language. Now, let's take the Spanish language, for instance. When I was in San Antonio as a TV reporter, I had a woman call me up right after my segment one night because I told a story about the oldest bakery in Texas, which happens to be Panaderia in Spanish, although, as you can tell, I cannot roll my R's. 
So this woman called me up one night and she said, Lucas, if you're going to be on TV, you have to roll your R's. And I said, it's impossible. It's a speech impediment. I can't roll my R's. I said, what about kids in, in Mexico that can't roll their R's? She said, they're schools they, they're sent to to learn how to roll their R's. And until they learn how to roll their R's, they're not allowed to come back to their families. And I'm like, that's crazy. Come on. But what it did tell me when this woman called me is it showed me it doesn't matter how well I knew the roads, the history, the culture, the people. I could move to Mexico City for the rest of my life and become a tour guide there. However, if I don't roll my R's, I will never be part of that culture. Language does define culture, and every culture is influenced by language. So, what does this have to do with you and how easily you're influenced by language is simply this. You hold beliefs that many are not first person or first referenced beliefs. For instance, what do you believe about American history? Someone's told you something that you believe or you have read something you believe. Now, if someone's told you something that you've held on to as a belief, have you questioned where they got that information? And if you've read something that you believe, have you looked up the author and where they got that information? We are all influenced and swayed by culture and by language. What I am concerned about right now in our society is there is a narrative sweeping through that it divides from the very get-go those that perpetuate a view of unity. But in reality, when you look at it, it simply divides from the get-go. And then there is this narrative of complacency and complicit behavior where people don't speak up and don't share and this is not a political issue. This is not about left or right, Democrat, Republican. Those, the, to argue the, that is, in my, in my opinion, small. What I am saying is that unless we stand for all people, stand for all life, stand for life, stand for the breath inside of our lungs, every one of us, it becomes very difficult to unify and be one people. And there's always going to be those who rise up and indict another. I used to be one. I used to be a really good stone thrower. I could throw stones at people and I was fairly accurate. And I have learned through my pain and struggles and journey that the greatest saying perhaps ever uttered in the world's history was when Jesus is drawing in the sand and these men raise a stone to go stone this adulterous woman. She runs to Jesus and he looks up and he looks at the woman and he looks over at the men, the men in righteous indignation. And he simply says, he was without sin, cast the first stone. And one by one, they all dropped their stones and walked away. That's the great leveling statement I have ever read. And I believe it's the greatest statement in all of humanity. 
It is not that one is greater than the other. It's not that I'm right, you're wrong, you're wrong, I'm right, you're right, I'm wrong, I'm wrong, you're right. It has nothing to do with that. It's simply to say we are all in the same plane. We are all breathing. Therefore, we must all unite around our breathing. And the moment we stand with a narrative of divisiveness that takes a stone essentially and wants to throw it with vitriolic passion towards a target, we have to be very careful. Because today we may be throwing a stone at a target that seems lesser than. But what happens when the target becomes greater than? And they start throwing stones back. Thus, the cycle of human history has been repeatedly one of pain and suffering. Right now, especially in America, we need people who are willing to speak up, to stand for love. Love. This word that has disappeared in our common vernacular. Love. Not a physical representation of love, not love between lovers, love of humanity, love of life. Love is the only act, true love, a benevolent goodwill and love towards our fellow man. True love is the only thing that will heal hurting hearts. Mend broken hearts and uplift souls, souls that have been enslaved by trauma and fear and terror and pain, souls that long to be free, souls that long to fly, souls that long to breathe and take in that depth of breath that all happens when we love people again when we stand for people again I recently heard at a leadership training that I went to ALA in San Diego one of the trainers said what we permit we promote what we what we permit we promote and I have a question for you What are you permitting? Are you permitting vitriolic language in your newsfeed? Are you permitting your friends to vehemently throw stones verbally at another human being, regardless of their title, regardless of their position, regardless of whether they're in religion, politics, media, left, right, conservative, liberal... What we permit, we promote. And the world does not need more macho men. The world does not need more tough guys. The world needs more people who are willing to stand in vulnerability to be the invitation for others to take their masks off and simply say, yeah, this is me. This is what I'm struggling with. This is what I need help with. I have a lot of pain and I'm asking for unconditional love so that the pain that I hold so tightly inside can finally come out 
and be exposed to light and be healed. And when that healing takes place, it creates a ripple effect. It creates a chain reaction where because I'm healed, I can help heal you. And when you are healed, you can help heal another. The reality is hurt people hurt people, but healthy people heal people. As I'm sitting here, it's June, it's the beginning of summer. Life is abundantly clear in nature. The leaves are out, the flowers have bloomed. I look around and say, what about, what about people? What about the hearts of, of man, mankind? I'm asking for every person who listens to this podcast to join me in the Golden Rule Revolution. The Golden Rule Revolution is a movement that is about to take off. When the book comes out, when I speak around the country, I'm asking you to stand. Stand for all people. Stand for the value of human life. Don't accept labels to be the divisive mechanism that separates you and I. Not male and female, not tall and short, not black and white, not gay or straight. No label shall divide us because we stand above labels and see each other as human beings. It was Martin Weller who wrote in a concentration camp in Germany. First they came for the Bolsheviks. I said nothing because I was not a Bolshevik. Then they came for the trade unionists, and I said nothing because I was not a trade unionist. Then they came for the Jews, I said nothing because I was not a Jew. And when they came for me, there was no one left to speak. I don't know what group of labels that you could fit into that, that poem, that saying, that writing that he, he wrote. But I guarantee that you do have labels that you separate yourself from. It's time to unlabel or to relabel every person as a person again, as life, as breathing. And I'll stand for your breath and you stand for my breath and we stand for each other's breath. Because if we don't do this now, if we don't unite, if we do not rise up with one narrative, and that is loving our neighbor to do unto others as we would do unto ourselves, that which we deem hateful, we would not do unto others. Unless we rise up now with that narrative, history shows that at some point it becomes too late. Too little, too late. Too little, too late. Dietrich Bonhoeffer, who was the last political prisoner in a concentration camp in Germany who Adolf Hitler had executed, he wrote in a concentration camp, not to speak is to speak. Not to act is to act.
What I'm asking you to do right now is to speak. Speak with love. Speak with kindness. Speak with compassion. Speak with an abundance of time so you don't feel rushed. And those that are talking to you or listening to you don't feel rushed either. Speak from your heart, unmasked, vulnerable. Speak from your soul, the truest form of you. Be the permission for other people to do the same. Darkness is not a counter force to light. Darkness exists in the absence of light. I equate love and light as the exact same thing. Where there is light, there will be no darkness. And where there is love, there will be no hate. I've been posting on Instagram recently and promoting posts. And I've had, (laughs) right out of the gate, I've had people write some pretty nasty things to me. And I think, interesting. The ironic thing of it all is they're exactly who I'm standing for. And they may not see it today, but I do believe one day they will see it. Keep speaking love. Keep loving people. This world is craving love, craving it. It's dying for unconditional love. It's dying for people to just embrace with no agenda one another. To acknowledge the greatness that you see within someone else. Not for their achievements, but just who they are. How they show up. This is the Golden Rule Revolution. My name is Lucas Mack. And I'm asking you to share this podcast. I'm asking you to like this podcast, review this podcast positively, I hope, that it resonates with you so that more people can hear the message. It's not a religious message. It's not a political message. It's a message of humanity. It's a message needed more than ever. It's not a platform to divide. It's a platform to unite. It's a platform with a vision that no person is devalued. No life is taken. No pain is accentuated. Only healing. Only hope. Only love. Keep tuning in. Keep sharing. For the world is waiting for us. My name is Lucas Mack. I appreciate you listening to another podcast episode of the Golden Rule Revolution. I look forward to talking with you again as we keep inspiring people to make a more positive ripple effect in the world.